0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Whoa, I feel you wouldn't say that.
0: <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of Warriors 24 seven. This is a spinoff of the Rick Barry show. Haven't done one of these in a little while. It's great to have to be back. Uh, uh joining the, the Warriors 24 network audience um, and connecting with you. And this is an exciting show because um I'm so freaking busy, Rick Barry is so freaking busy that nowadays like Rick and I are just mostly doing like interviews when we schedule someone big. We just had Skip Bayless on a couple weeks ago, which was super exciting. Um, highly recommend checking that out. And if you just subscribe to Warriors, the Warriors 24 uh, network, you just literally search Warriors 24 and all your favorite podcast platforms. Um all these shows are included there, including the Rick Barry show and Warriors 24-7. And um, with me uh, is going to be, and this is, I'm very excited. He's a former student of mine at St. Mary's College. I taught a sports journalism class there for semester. He killed it. And um, all he would do is tell me about his broadcasting experience, calling uh, Gale Games and, and other sporting events. And if you can do play-by-play, that's half the battle for being a professional broadcast. Send me an air check so we can hear what is his talk show talents are all about. Vince uh, baby, Brandon is Brandon, how you doing, man? I'm or doing Khadiz, great. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no, I'm doing great. It's uh very exciting to be able to join the uh, Warriors 24/7 network with you and Rick, and I'm excited to del- deliver some Warriors content for all our listeners this season.
0: Absolutely, and again, you're you're you're. You know, with the Believe Podcast Network, they kind of, they're they're the parent company of uh, the Warriors 24 Podcast Network, and, um, you know, the, we're, the Warriors are the best team in the NBA, so it's one of the hottest tickets in terms of teams to talk about. Um, so when people uh, start listening to you, Brandon, and I'm guessing you're going to be doing one or two shows a week, yeah. uh, what can they expect? Are they going to be, like, just mostly talking about the games of the week? Are you going to be bringing some big-time guests on? Um, what, what, can, what can the people expect from you when they subscribe and listen to Warriors 24-7?
1: Yeah, we'll definitely start off with some game recaps, uh, preview some matchups for the week with the Warriors, um, talk about their opponents. You know, we'll get into topics like, for example, today, the All Star voting, talk about that, Steph Curry's slump so far, in the uh, past
0: couple games. And yeah, we'll get into the latest topics every week. Uh, one of our official sponsors, Bet Online. Brandon, are you a gambling man?
1: Uh, Every so often. I I put put a couple of bets in there, especially on my Warriors.
0: (laughs) Until recently, they've been covered. Uh, Unfortunately, lately, I would not bet on them, but... uh, One of the longtime sponsors of war of anything on the Warriors Twenty Four Podcast Network that includes the Rick Barry Show and, and Warriors Twenty Four Seven is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season. And the pro football playoffs bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V. To receive that 50% welcome bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. BetOnline dot where the game starts today's a, a, a I think a great show to record just in the sense that the warriors um lost a game that i think a lot of people did not expect them to lose mm-hmm. um but much more concerning is the fact that stephen curry is in officially the biggest slump of his career um i'm personally not hitting the panic button yet what are your takes on this do you think fans should be worried Um, Are you just taking this as, look, it's early January, who cares? Like, what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on Steph's slump, and and why do you think he's slumping?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think – I'm officially with you here, too, in that there's no need to panic. Um, this is the biggest slump we've seen out of Steph's career so far. And usually when we see something like this, we see this because of an injury. Steph hasn't played this bad his entire career. We He just got ruled out, whether it's for rest or I know he um, bumped knees with the Mavs player last night. Um I just think that Steph's going to bounce back from this. He's the greatest three-point shooter of all time, probably the greatest point guard right now in the NBA. And even when he is struggling, as we've seen the past couple of games, he has that gravity in which he gets his teammates involved, whether directly or indirectly.
0: Right. Yeah, I want to play some sound. So this was after the game. Um, and uh, I'm going to share my screen here, Brandon, so you can uh, uh, see this, even though it's a podcast. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, we're going to be sharing the sound so everyone can listen to this. And and again, if if there's a from my end, I apologize. I occasionally have internet issues. Hopefully you all can hear this okay. Um, So this is Stephen Curry in the post-game press conference talking about that injury that you're referring to, Brandon. Actually, more specifically, a quad contusion. Um, So let's take a listen from Steph and hear what he has to say about it. Left quad tonight, just got banged. Yeah, that sucked. Do you... He said, "There's a chance you'll rest tomorrow." I mean, do, do you think you'll you can play or you expect to rest? Uh, the way it feels right now, I'm not optimistic, but
1: we'll
0: see. Yeah, he can seem very like convincing in that, um, and I don't know if the audio worked for that. I hope it did. Let me hold on, let me uh see if might have to do some quick. No, yeah, I shared the sound. Were you able to hear that? Okay, Brandon. Yeah, I was. Okay, good, perfect. Mm-hmm. So, um, you th- that I didn't I didn't feel very confident hearing hearing that that segment because he didn't seem very certain he started going a little philosophical talking about the mind and body yeah Uh, what were your takes on that
1: I think it makes perfect sense to me I think even yesterday during the game I saw Steph where he was missing these bunnies these open extended layups and he kind of looked up to the sky looked at his hand sat down on the floor for a couple of seconds I think he's like he said, or like he said in that um, post game interview, in mind and body connection, I don't think that's there right now. Whatever is bothering him, whatever's in his head, um, I think he'll figure it out, especially with this rest day um, for him tonight against the Pelicans.
0: So, a, a couple of weeks ago, and and this has no merit whatsoever when it comes to uh, journalistic integrity. But yeah. we're podcast hosts, um, you know, so it's part of the entertaining factor of this. is mm-hmm. discussing controversial topics. Uh, there was an anonymous email sent and maybe oh, yeah. you can add to this, but it was sent to a random account. I don't know why this blew up, uh, but this email anonymously was sent out uh, detailing that Stephen Curry and Aisha Curry mm-hmm. uh, NBA's golden couple um, have an open marriage mm-hmm. and um, it seems ludicrous and everyone anywhere, but the fact that shortly after that came out, Stephen Curry is now suffering from um, you know the worst shooting slump of his career. I mean, yeah. this is the greatest shooter ever, and you know going one for nine from three. Uh, was that in back to back games? I don't remember that verbatim, but it was like one for nine, one for ten, or one for nine, one for eight. I can't remember what the back- Back, yeah back. it was horrible. it's horrendous he's not shooting good from the from the three in line he's not talking about the the mind and body uh his parents had that uh, uh divorce during the off season uh this is all ridiculous could up contributing to this what do you think
1: i think it's just a coincidence i mean like you said if we're gonna um dive into this um his parents were had that issue or they with them being divorced over the summer and it, it ranges back all the way to last year and he played fine through it. So I think it's just a coincidence that that report came out and he's having a little bit of a slump. I mean, he started the season off as a front runner for MB MVP and had better numbers than last season. And now uh, that conversation can be there with Nikola Jokic, but I, but he's, he's going to bounce back. It's just, it's only a two game stretch. It's probably the worst two game stretch of his career, but knowing staff, he'll be able to do, he'll it be able is. to come
0: back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, and I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. and again, there's no, there's absolutely no credence to these rumors, but again, when you see him suddenly having this level of a shooting slump, it, you know, my mind starts thinking of a lot of things, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always a troubleshooter, uh, in my, in my way of thinking. And I'm always like, okay, what's going on here. Um, because usually when gr- a, a tremendously great player like Stephen Curry struggles like this, um, it could be nothing. It could be him just simply forcing shots. He's, uh, historically struggled in December and to a greater yeah. it's going to be something that a month from now we're not going to even think about right but it did make me wonder the all-star game mm-hmm. uh the, the votes came out I'm going to share my screen again with you Brandon so we can see this together for the audience at yeah. home we will read this out loud um part of the first fan results are in um off the top of your head Brandon how do- this work again is it is it a 2 on one system with a fan fan vote for 50 coaches and players 25 media 25 yeah Remind that, me. do you remember off the head?
1: yeah i think that's the impression that i got fans uh 50 and then 25 tw- 25 um for media and coaches
0: okay so not the players so the players don't get a vote
1: i, I don't think so Mm-mm. okay
0: all right i can't remember i should have before this i apologize for that um, and, and and uh so here is the voting right now yeah uh for the western conference the front court your top three voters because three members from the front court. And so from a voting perspective number one obviously lebron james uh, and he's been honestly his liquor team, and was of his berate them or criticize them. Uh, with that said, uh, I do think it's worthy that he's the number one vote getter in the front court. Um, maybe mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic should have been number one ahead of him, um, but them being one, two, I think is very fair. And rounding out the top five is Paul George, Andrew Wiggins, yeah, and Draymond Green. Wiggins is ahead of Draymond Green by approximately two hundred fifty thousand votes. What are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on the overall top five? Yeah, before we get into that, I just want to clarify. Look this up. You are
1: right, uh, Cyrus. So it's 50% uh, fans and then a split with the media and the players voting. So you're right there. Um, okay. But getting but getting into it, um, honestly, when I first saw this, I was surprised that Wiggins was ahead over Draymond Green. But then when I took a step back, I'm like, he has the entire country of Canada there too voting for him. So oh, I, I guess yeah. it makes- little sense there and I I couldn't I couldn't get it off my head yesterday when Bob Fitzgerald on the broadcast said that he's the seventh best three-point shooter in the NBA and he's 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 two-way wigs he's shown this season why he's deserving of this nod and I think the Warriors fans get him in but also I know a lot of other NBA teams and uh and my friends personally who are Laker fans weren't happy with this one but with them saying that what are Warriors fans doing every single year? Why do we get that Zazo Pachulio vote? And now we have Clay Thompson <laughs> in there. I think it's just it just shows Dub Nation is coming in every single year, and we're trying to get five all-stars in this, like that Atlanta Hawks year.
0: That's funny, you brought up uh, Zaza Pachulia. In uh, the Warriors' defense, uh, the first mm-hmm. time Zaza was nearly voted in, he was not a member of the Warriors. I forgot what, what the team was. Um, and I think his second year, he almost did that when he joined the Warriors. There was a yeah. two-year run there where the entire country of Georgia, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's oh, the whole yeah. country, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, was doing a mad campaign to get Zaza Pachulia in. And that is the flaw with the, with the fan voting. And that is why they don't get the full say Um, they get half the set. Um, So in the front court, uh, who would be your the top three get get voted in? Paul George is injured. So there's a strong possibility that he actually won't play in the All-Star game. Um, Let's say, hypothetically, he is selected. Uh, Who is your top three? Who do you think should be the starters in the Western Conference for the front court?
1: Yeah, for the front court, I would have to go with LeBron, Jokic, and Braymond Green. I think those are, are the three right there.
0: I agree with you. I think, I think Wiggins is very worthy of coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the coaches are responsible for picking the bench players, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't see any reason why they would not pick him. but I'm totally with you. We're an entirely simpatico in terms of who the starters should be. Should be. Um, LeBron, again, he's posting some historic type numbers this, this these last few weeks. Uh he's also missed a lot of the season and um and then Nikola Jokic, both those players are just doing phenomenally. Their teams not so much. They're okay, they're in the playoff hunt, but you know, you wouldn't consider them to be title contenders. But I'm totally with you for Draymond Green uh being a starter as well. I mean, Quinn Schneider the other day came out and said he should be considered for the MVP, and you didn't really hear much disagreement with that. Um so moving on to the guards, no surprise here whatsoever. In fact, the only surprise I happen is that Luka Doncic is considered to be a guard. He's so big, but he is, but he just can't <laughs> the ball. So, top two vote getters get, get, for guards, number one is obviously Stephen Curry. Um, number two is good. Thompson, who has not played two after school, And then definitely with, with the fans, that Stephen Curry and Lube should be starters.
1: Yeah, um, I think it should be, uh, for my front core I would go Steph and Jean Morant. I mean, Jean Morant has had a uh, tremendous season, although his team did pretty good without him. Ever since he's came back off of that injury, he's been... I would say the second best point guard in the Western conference right behind Steph. Uh, we saw Luca's performance last night, and that's nothing to take away from from Luca, but Josh, that's that explosive player that I think are is, is the type of point guard you want to start, especially in an NBA all-star game to get the fans entertained.
0: Yeah. And, and it, it, I'm, I'm just looking at the top 10 and there's so much depth in terms of backcourt players in the Western conference Um, because, and, and here's where the conundrum comes from. I'm with you in terms of John Morant. The only reason why I don't think he should be a starter is because Phoenix is playing so good Mm -hmm. that I do think they're worthy of getting one starter in this game. And so it's going to have to be either Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Um, Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't be entirely opposed to one of those two guys getting the other starting spot. Um, Luke has missed a lot of games. I think he just came back from missing 10 games. Yeah. Um, I really wish at some point he would just decide to take his physical health seriously. I can't imagine what kind of player he would be, Jim and bulking up as opposed to just kind of winging it. He's still, still the other starting position. Who would you take between the two?
1: Oh, can you repeat that again, siren? Sorry. Sorry. Cut off there for a bit.
0: No worries, man. No worries. I, I'm just curious. Like, if so, for the sake of this, the Phoenix Suns, who are tied to the Warriors right now, for the start test get represented in Western, who would you pick? Would you pick Kevin Booker or Chris Paul order? No, you like but if they go the Suns player as their starting. I'm asking is it Devin Booker or Chris Paul if there has to be a son's player as a starter which one would you go with
1: Yeah um I would have to say I'd go with Chris Paul I know he's not too uh fond of us Warriors fans and vice versa but uh it's hard to it's hard to deny and argue the season that Chris Paul has again ele- elevating the level for the Phoenix Suns ever since he's came in and another terrific season for him with Devin Booker being out a couple uh, games early to start on the year as
0: well. Yeah, I, I agree with you as well. Even though Chris Paul to me is the dirtiest player in the NBA. Um, he's, he really is the reason why the Phoenix Suns are that good. Um, moving on to the Eastern conference, at least for the front court, it's a no brainer. Uh, Kevin Durant's your leading boat getter. Yeah. And by the way, worth, worth noting, Stephen Curry has the most votes out of all players with over two point Durant is second with two point three million. Uh, he's the leading vote getter for the front court. Second is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then uh, Joel Embiid is number three. Any disagreements with that in terms of those three being your starters? No, absolutely not for the front
1: court. Um, I think there could be a little bit of an argument there of uh, Jason Tatum sneaking his way up there. Uh, uh, um, Philadelphia 76ers so you too like much there. But if there was someone that could challenge him, it could be Tatum for that final spot.
0: I hear you on that. And Jason Tatum is number four with vote getters and Jimmy Butler rounds out the top five. Uh, But there is a 600,000 vote difference between Embiid and Tatum for number three and number four. Uh, And then, and then last but not least, or maybe it is least actually the the guard position for the Eastern conference. Um, The number one vote getter is DeMar DeRozan. I don't think anyone before the season started thought that uh, DeRozan would be the best player uh, on a Chicago Bulls team that is that has the best record in the Eastern Conference. But here we are, um, first player in NBA history to have back-to-back game winners on back-to-back nights. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's rounding out the top five. James Harden, number two. Trey Young, number three. Zach Levine, number four. LaMelo Ball at number five. Who should be the starting guards, in your opinion, for the Eastern Conference?
1: I think the fans got it right, right here. And DeMar, DeMar-, DeMar DeRozan and in James Harden. Harden, of course, taking the load away from Kyrie Irving being out. He came back, of course, last night, so maybe the fans make a push for him there, but those games probably won't qualify him, in my opinion. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, you said he's been a revelation for the Chicago Bulls this season with a backcourt of him and Zach Levine. You see Zach Levine there at number four. Again, this is the first round uh, of voting, but as of right now, I can't disagree with DeRozan and Harden being the front two uh, there for the East in the backcourt.
0: Nice. I w- I would personally go with Trey Young over James Harden. Uh, part of that is bias. Um, and part of that is that Harden's numbers just aren't that impressive this year. Uh, you know, some people are arguing for Zach Levine to to join DeRozan in the backcourt. Um, yeah. And then there's of course the the James Harden pick as well. So uh, there's the first round of votes. There's going to be coming in, um, but that is so far with the fan on for um, all-star game. Oh, the Warriors are going to be playing the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll finish off today's show on this note. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Curry is going to be out because of that quad contusion. Draymond Green is going to be out. Um, I believe just for rest, which I think is a very smart decision. Um, I think there's a third player out as well. I don't yeah. have that in front of me. Yeah.
1: Who is it? It's, um, I have it in front of me. It's JTA. He's out with an ankle.
0: That's right. And that's an underrated injury. He, he really is a glue for that team and a, and a, and a vitally important cog. Um, so what do you see? I mean, I know the Pelicans are not exactly like, you yeah. know, tearing up the NBA by storm, but the Warriors just lost the Mavericks. Stephen Curry just is in the worst shooting slump of his career and he's not playing tonight. Um, what do you foresee for this game?
1: I think this is the game where you see, again, a lot of GP two, um, Jordan Poole, and Jonathan Kaminga. Um, the last time that Steph and Draymond were out, those were the three that we had our eyes glued on, and I think that's um, those are the three players that you'll have your eyes glued on for tonight as well. I'm really most excited about seeing more action from Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, shades, yeah. of, shades of him in that Phoenix game. We've seen Kerr put him in in key situations uh, within the last two minutes of that fourth quarter in that first game, and... Jonathan Kaminga is the type of player that gets you off of your seat with high flying dunks, being able to drive to the rim and his three point shot has looked really good. So just want to see more of the development from the young rookie.
0: Do you think the Warriors uh, need to make any personnel decisions or are you happy with the team they have now? Like, and, and the reason why I bring yeah. that up is because the, as a, uh, Boogie Cousins was just waived by the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm -hmm. The Warriors don't have a natural center. I know we're waiting for James Wiseman. That's just an example of a player they can maybe pick up. But, uh, I mean, mean, do you think they're fine the way they are? Could they use another player? Yeah, please, take over. Yeah, no, absolutely. I
1: think if it's not broke, you don't fix it. And I think the Warriors right now don't need anybody new. Uh, If I were to make – and this is just me nitpicking – but the last – two-way spot I think you take Chris Chiosa out and you find someone else for that um that's two-way spot but that's just that's just my opinion there
0: yeah I I think that opinion those sentiments are being echoed by a lot of dub nation like Chris Chioza is just not really a fan favorite um and my guess is the only reason why he's he's playing is because he is a phenomenal ball handler right But, but he's just not a great scorer uh so, uh, yeah, I hear you, man. I and 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 Cousins is out there, but at the same time, you're right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, this team is 29 and eight, they're tied for the best record in the NBA. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Dog surf Roadshow. You can follow this program, uh, on Twitter, um, at Warriors24Pod. And you can follow Brandon Cadiz on Twitter. It might cat is. I'm sorry, I'm gonna get that right. I apologize. Uh, Brandon Cadiz, you can follow him on Twitter, um, at B Cadiz0. Um, the new host of Warriors twenty four seven. Any final words, man, to the to the listeners who subscribe to this program? Um, yeah. Any final thoughts on what people can expect with future shows? What can they expect from you, and maybe your predictions on the Warriors? Yeah, definitely. We'll bring a lot of.
1: Uh, st- I'm I'm a guy that likes to bring a lot of stats into um, my reasoning behind things, so you'll definitely get some informative. Uh, stats and reasoning there. Um, again, game previews throughout the week, and I'm excited to bring on some guests down the line. Have you and Rick on it for a couple episodes too? And it's just going to be a blast to talk about this another historic Warriors run. Oh, yeah. And we're all excited for Clay's return on Sunday, so we're looking forward to that.
0: Oh, dude, let's finish on that real quick. How are you? How pumped are you, man? And what do you what do you think the clay the clay effect's going to be like? Is it going to be just? Is it just going to just the Warriors just going to soar from here Mm -hmm. um our expectations may be a little unrealistic like what do you think is going to happen with the clay return
1: yeah I think first game on Sunday I think we see 18 minutes out of clay Thompson and um listening to a couple shows and some information and tweets um From, I don't know his name, I forgot, but the UCSF uh, doctor was on a recent uh, show and podcast, and he said, Hey, they might rest him in the uh, back to back later on throughout the year. But if Clay Thompson is going to be Clay Thompson, it's going to be the first couple of games. So if Clay's what he was um, when we saw him the last time two years ago, it's going to be in the early half and not the later half when we rest him. So I'm going to say 18 minutes for Clay, and I think. We see him score around eight to 10 points in his return.
0: I love it. And Brandon, I love that you're an analytics guy. Um, it's it's look, measurables are the only way to really back up a, an opinion. And yeah. um, that's, how, that's how you make it educated. So I'm excited to hear your shows, my man. And Rick and I will definitely be available for you. Reach out to us anytime uh, you need a guest or you want us to come on. Otherwise, I'm really excited to hear your show um congrats and uh, i'm sure you. dub nation is going to be stoked to be listening to your insights and your opinions and, and everything you bring to the table my man and thanks for taking on the position
1: appreciate it thank really you stoked.
0: all right brandon and thank you to dub nation for listening um and until next time yeah it will be brandon taking over and uh this show and network is presented by bet online I don't scare easy.